Yo, what's up guys and welcome to episode 4 of The Lock. First and foremost, if you guys are not following us on anchor.fm slash The Lock, you can get The Lock early every Thursday as opposed to Sunday 4 p.m. Eastern. The link is down below. With that link, you also have access to us on a plethora of other streaming sites. Hopefully soon, Spotify and iTunes, as well as there is the Discord link down below if you'd like to join our community. So. I was gonna introduce today's guest, but I think it'd be very fitting if he introduces himself. My friend, Duncan Can't Die. Hey guys, formerly known as Duncan Knee Deep, which uh, Joey keeps keeps calling me. But yeah, no, I'm a Pokemon creator on YouTube uh, that I've been branching out a lot recently. I do a lot more variety and over on Twitch as well. But the thing that I'm most uh, known for, I guess, in the community is that I'm quite outspoken. I'm uh, and So that's today's subject, I think, he wants to speak about. But uh, yeah. I'm a bit... Bit intense. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely where I get most of my uh, my Duncan fixes is on Twitter as a platform. <laughs> so uh, every yeah. every day, just just different Duncan banter. It's it's. I don't even consume Pokemon content or anything like that anymore. It's just I'm, d- I'm just so out of it uh, that that I just get my my fix from the the same personalities in other ways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good way, man. It's a good way. Uh, basically following uh the on the topic of the the banter on twitter yeah i, I mean <laughs> banter on twitter is it's Which where I is the term i prefer to use yeah. banter uh, uh well arguments as well or debates i mean it's where i like to keep that contained i've been branching it onto twitch which has actually gone really well for me but mostly twitter and i, I think it's really important because a lot of people sort of latch onto me arguing with people on Twitter or disagreeing with people. I prefer disagreeing, okay? I do eventually argue if they stay obnoxious, but it's, it's normally <laughs> start. It's normally. Uh, my, it my does favorite. sometimes go a little further than uh, <laughs> yeah. my, favorite, my favorite Duncan line is I'm a geneticist. That's actually I love <laughs> I love when that comes out on Twitter. Because like I'm not I'm not all for drama. I I I'm very like I'm I'm pretty secluded or like I'm far away from the yeah. drama I think that goes on. But I do you know catch it on my timeline uh, occasionally. And when I see that line, I'm a geneticist. I know it's about to get real. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's when... my response because I always bring up science. Right when I'm arguing with somebody, I like to go very factual. So. I'm talking about the science of something. I'm talking about the studies that, that they'll bring up a study and I will break that study down. I'll explain to them why summaries of studies are dangerous and I'll talk about science and they'll go, Ooh, who are you? A scientist? You're just a Pokemon YouTuber. <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, my degree is in genetics though. So yeah, actually I am a scientist. <laughs> so, do you, uh, do you actively search for these kind of conversations to have on Twitter, or is it just like a, they, something where you see it and then you they decide? They pop up on my timeline. They just they come up on my timeline. I don't know if it's because people like tweeting them at me. Um, it's often, what do you think? At Duncan Can't Die. Uh, <laughs> there was a very right. recent one with um, an anti-vaxxer who just went off about <laughs> how vaccines were awful. And I just, I don't know. It, it does come across as toxic to some people, but I think that there's a fine line between being toxic and I being opinionated. Yeah, and that's yeah. definitely our, our topic that we're going into from this. Like, what is this line between being toxic and being opinionated? And I do think that obviously social media has such a huge uh, influence on this in general, right? Like, especially yeah. Twitter with their new changes, how I can see what my 
I was gonna say my opponent likes for I'm sorry about that. What other people like. Uh, and, and that definitely, I think brings up a lot what you were saying too, because you get people who actually tweet at you because they want to see your opinion. They want to, yeah, I don't want to say yeah. feed, uh, you, and they want to get some sort of entertainment out of it as well. Cause I do think that is part of the reason as well. Like I know me personally, again, when I see that line, I definitely know shit's about to get real. And like, yeah, it's that, about that's, I think you're right. And that is sort of the, that's the line where. I, I'm, I'm like, this is my warning to you. I'm about to change. I'm about to try. I tread that line and I'm about to step from opinionated into toxic. So don't test me. <laughs> like, uh, but toxicity is, is it's like a, a buzzword. Term. It's a buzzword yeah. now that I feel like people just overuse in general. And like they'll use it in, in gaming and just in terms of like people having arguments on Twitter. If you get a little too uh, passionate about something and, and yeah. It, it's, it's declared as being toxicity but i feel like in a lot of cases in gaming i'd say like just being really competitive in general like it's okay to get mad at your team if 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 you're just a competitive player like i don't see a problem with that yeah, I per think se, as long getting... as it doesn't go into like there that that line i think is whenever you start like insulting that them as a person yeah, I think that that's very true. I think personal insults is definitely crossing the line into toxicity. And I think um, with competitive gaming, because you're talking about esports, you know, there have been examples, I'm not going to drop names right now, of competitive gamers literally smashing keyboards on stage at events and stuff. Just completely uh, unacceptable. I think toxicity is socially unacceptable behavior, right? Yes, right. but it's not necessarily wrong in that regard, right? If yeah. I've trained for months, right, and I'm going up in here and I mess up, and my natural uh, my natural reaction is either not attack the person but be mad. I've definitely hit my desk while playing Pokemon, right? Just being upset. Uh, but I, like you said, I think uh, socially it's unacceptable. But I also don't think it's always wrong, as Key and you were saying too. Like there's definitely that fine line between uh, being angry and then straight up attacking someone as a person. I, I agree completely yeah. with that. I think the deciding factor is whether you're. Uh you're you're releasing frustration at another person or just the situation that you're in you know you you're yeah. in a passionate argument and you decide to to get your point across in a certain way that people can see as toxic but uh i mean i think it's up for debate but i uh, think there's really the other no thing the other thing that sort of okay. draws that line to me is is it in the moment so you're wound up and you're angry in the moment or is it like an ongoing grudge if you what? hold an ongoing grudge about against somebody for something petty, right. and you hold that grudge for years, and like every time they say anything, you put them down. Whatever they try and do something, you you know you you have a go at them. That's toxic behavior to me. But then everybody has that line in a different place, and maybe Absolutely. some people would say that the grudge is justified and all of that. So, I mean, it, it's uh, really... sorry. Well, a, a direct comparison to to exactly what you said would. I don't want uh, to 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 go too far into this, but I think uh, I'm not I'm not trying to pick a yeah. side here. Uh, anyone and Verlicify. Yeah, I, I don't want to disclude you here because you're the guest, but uh, definitely you have you have exchanges regarding Verlicify oh, yeah. a lot of the time, and as well as Verlicify and a number. You just, I mean, pick a fucking person in the community but you can I'm, find. I'm a yeah, thousand. but I'm not going to claim that people aren't toxic towards Verlicify. Right. That's right. I think that that toxicity is something that he's 
he did kind of foster uh, kind of brought it upon himself by being toxic to other people first for absolutely. years. Absolutely. So, but he is toxic towards a lot of people. I'm not going to say everyone. He has friends. I know he does, and he's not toxic towards absolutely everybody. But he's toxic towards a lot of people, and a lot of people are toxic back. Yeah, I agree. I and, and just to defend you as well, like I've seen you tweet out, like, "Hey, this uh, that that when that argue, uh, when that article came out." Uh, basically yeah. bashing Verlis, you were on his defense, or at least the defense yeah. of the, right, the morally right side. Yeah, the morally <laughs> right side. You were actually on his side saying yeah. how, listen, this is what feeds him. Don't just, don't be toxic for no reason type of thing, right? Like, yeah, like that article, article was just salty toxicity for no reason, and it wasn't even relevant to the conversation. It was yeah. just for the sake of being toxic. It had like little snipes in there, the whole article and then tried to pass it off as being professional. It was a very toxic article. So yeah, I, I've tried to stay, but I've, I've been guilty of it too, right? I've been sitting streaming and Verlis has said nothing and someone's brought him up. They're like, oh, you know, I like this other YouTuber called Verlis. And I'm like, hey, I hate that guy. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> why is that necessary? Um, so I, nobody's 100% nobody's innocent. I think some people are definitely a lot more toxic than others. Um, right. And I, I try and tread that line. But I slip. Everybody, everybody's yeah. flawed. But I feel like the whenever you slip as a as a person with a like a big following as a creator and a, you know mm. an influencer, uh, you know it's whenever you slip, it's a little more amplified than like the if just some some random guy on Twitter is just a toxic individual. That's such an important conversation that people like that people don't have. I think that there's there's such a, a conversation that this is such a new space. Like celebrity has existed for years and years and years, right? Right. But people don't have that personal relationship with celebrities. Right. If you're yeah. a fan of Ben Affleck, you're a fan of Ben Affleck, but he doesn't know who you are. You don't sit and talk in a Twitch chat with him and you don't comment on his YouTube videos and he doesn't build the community slowly. He just was in a movie and all of a sudden had loads of fans. Right. You know? It's such an unexplored market in terms of entertainment that you can... You can basically sell a friendship to people. You're selling a relationship yeah. with the the viewer. Yeah, so. you are. And I think that's why it's a better version of entertainment to a lot of people. They like that sort of very personal entertainment and all of that. But you're right. It does it does leave a responsibility on creators to maybe be better than better than maybe we think the average person on the internet should be. Because when you talk about the internet, it's it's the land of it's the land of anonymity, right? Like you can just say whatever you want and nothing right. happens to you. Um, yeah, or at least at least initially someone will dig it up later uh type yeah. of thing so that's why especially creators uh as a creator we do have this responsibility that we have this following right and there are people and again the whole ben affleck thing i feel like especially if people come through to my streams and you're streamed like they definitely have a closer relationship with us than they yeah. do with someone they watch be batman or whoever uh on yeah. the screen so uh when they see us uh saying something um they might just take it a step further and be like a diehard type yeah, viewer oh, yeah. type fan and, and actually go to attack oh, yes. we've all got we've all got stands pokey mmd has stands people are like <laughs> joey is the best pokemon player ever if you beat him you're a bad person how dare you <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I i don't think it goes to that that extent but well, definitely if like if someone is personally yeah. attacking me i there will be people who defend me whether it be my friends my viewers or just someone who knows of me um and in that regard too i think that if i have an issue with somebody it's a lot of the times better to take it in private 
versus yeah. I, I'm not trying to ruin entire careers based on what I'm saying, right? If me yeah, and based Duncan, on personal yeah, issues. exactly. If me and Duncan have an issue, right? If Duncan pushed me, uh, shoved me across the room, <laughs> no, I, I can't, can't make you know this reference. Sorry, if Duncan, if Duncan shoved me across the room, we meet, and I have this uh, this sour like. <laughs> I, Let's I cut to a clip. And I have this this uh, this this really this this angered me, right? And I talk about on Twitter, Duncan is this selfish, mali- selfish, malicious person who I had the displeasure of meeting. It's actually a hundred times better for me to go into your dms and say hey man i really didn't like that you pushed me uh I, we're not friends like this and obviously that's not true duncan is one of my best yeah. friends online but we're not friends like this i don't want you to do this but if i do it the other way that i talked about my yeah. viewers oh, will definitely yeah. there will be some sort of war between them going on and then i'm like yeah well i was just trying to be friendly and like we were all pushing each other in the room it was a mosh pit he's taken yeah, it out of context yeah, exactly it becomes and a he said, she war. said. Yeah. exactly and then exactly. my stance are like wow joey's a liar he took everything out of context and your stance like yeah but he still shouldn't have pushed him because you know consent's important and then yeah. everything <laughs> becomes a mess um yeah, yeah no, i agree and i think that that how can i put this i think that there's a a question that a lot of people ask and we did have on the list for this which was creators responsibility for their community and i think that that is a very separate conversation for what we're talking about now because actually what we're talking about now is a creator's responsibility to their community right, right. to be an example to be yes. a better person yes all of that um a responsibility for your community is a very difficult one. If a member of your community is messing up somewhere else, yes. do you have to kick them out of your compu- community, even if they're a good member of your community? Because that, say somebody goes into your stream and is super, super toxic in your stream, but they're one of my top viewers and they've never said anything in my community. How, how do we deal with that, right? Like that's a different question, but the responsibility to your community, I think is really important. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree completely, which is why I actually ended up bringing it in because I, I knew we were going to talk about four, but I felt like this was, it really went with the whole toxicity thing. Yeah. Uh, so I figured that was something to uh, to actually end up bringing up. And that's, uh, again, a really, really good example as well, because for, for me as a, a creator, what I would do in that regard is I would definitely ban them, you know, without a second thought. Oh, right? yeah. No, yeah, I don't, I'm... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> more so on the fact of like, in your example, you know, that's one individual in the community, but like if you want to get into the the taking responsibility for your community as a whole, the community that you've fostered and raised. Yeah. If in if there's like generalization of your community is that they're toxic, they go to other people's streams and like inflame them and stuff in your name, you know, that's that's something I think that you you have influence over. If you really try and moderate your community you can you can i'm not going to say you can ever control every single person in the community yeah. you can you can yeah. control you can in, influence in the general that behavior up until a tipping point so this has actually been a really big topic recently um so moon moon who's a massive streamer talked about this on stream he's like i don't have a community that does this because i come down hard on this behavior right and xqc said yeah but you don't have 20,000 viewers so if a thousand of Moonman's viewers, because he's got five thousand, and if a thousand of them go to someone else's chat, that's twenty percent of his chat, and but that will completely overwhelm someone's stream. Yeah, right. But that's twenty percent, so twenty percent of his viewers have to be willing to do that. Whereas if you've got twenty thousand viewers, it's only five percent of your stream has to want to do that. So 
it, it's got to, you've got to look at it as in if 500 people go from my stream, if I'm streaming and 500 people go from my stream to harass somebody, then that's an endemic problem in my audience because that's right. my entire audience for that yeah. night. Yeah, definitely, definitely there's a scale to, to yeah. figuring how much you influence because like, I mean, I don't want to take it to too, too deep of a place, but you know, like, uh, there was the, the shooter in New Zealand who, uh, shouted out PewDiePie. Like he has, oh, God. he has yeah. countless millions of subscribers. He can't, couldn't possibly ever put that on him as a creator to take, no, take responsibility for the, the, my new, yeah. uh, I mean, the shooter also did that just to get in the news. Right. <laughs> he, he actually wasn't even a PewDiePie fan, right? That's another thing that's a whole different subject, but like people pretending to be fans in order to do something, you know, or, or even or just, or something. even just assuming before facts. That's a big yeah. thing as well. Uh, but like in general, even, even though, even with that said, that uh, a, even a small fraction of your community can reflect on you. But there are also other larger creators who don't have that problem. So that it has to it has to come from somewhere. I and think the community you fostered, I think, plays a big role in yeah. in that what diminishing that percentage is, I think, the ultimate goal if you Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Getting that percentage as small as possible has to be the goal. It's just I, I think Twitch is a different beast to YouTube. I think YouTube you can control your community a lot better in that respect. Right. But Twitch chat is Twitch chat. Like it is a different entity. Because yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's live. That's the big thing yeah. as well. Versus <laughs> these are people in the comments on YouTube. You'll definitely have people arguing, even attacking each other if they have different opinions. But the difference is when it's live versus this is a comment sent after reflecting on a video. Uh, yeah. And I might disagree with this. So there, there's definitely like, I think a big difference between that, at least like, watching a YouTube video and saying it and then being live on Twitch chat and, you know, actually actively going to attack other people. I think there is like, that, uh, that difference. Key. So I think your stance on this, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, but your stance seems to be that you do have a responsibility for your community and the, and while you can't make it perfect, your aim should be to get it, those people as small of a fraction as possible. I believe, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good way of saying how I feel. Uh, but also, you know, just to just make another example, all the, Think of all the the communities that that defend the their communities by saying you know you can't have control over them or all the whatever the argument is for them. You look oh, at yeah, them no. and they're the they're the same people that aren't really putting in an effort to like you have people like you you shouted XQC you have like Ice Poseidon and shit like they have just very talk like undeniably toxic fan bases. And, yeah, uh, they actively encourage but, it, though, especially in the case of Ice Poseidon, they actively encourage that. Like, it's, it's, I think uh, Ice Poseidon is a, a lesson in why why you don't want a toxic community. Yeah, because that's what ended up happening to him. They're, they're bringing his, his career to a screeching halt, and I think uh, he's going to be I think he's going to be on the, his ass pretty soon within the year. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think he hasn't <laughs> and it's proved that he hasn't even been smart with his money or saved or I, I just, I do not understand how you can want to cultivate toxicity. That's the bit I don't understand. Like, I understand people who, like, XQC is the person who ignores it, right? So there's, like, sort of three people. There's the guy who really, really wants to heavily moderate his community. And I think Joey and I have the same opinion on that, which is you get a warning, but if you continue to be toxic in my community, in my server, you're going to get kicked out. Yeah. Like, you're gone. Um, I actually go a bit further. 
And then there's the people who are sort of middling and they're like, look, my community will do what my community does. I just want to entertain and it's not my responsibility. And that's people like XQC who really does not believe it's his responsibility. And that's, I, I think that's a mindset and I don't, that's up to him. And then I think the final one is the, the ice Poseidon mindset of just, I'm going to cultivate the toxicity because it creates drama, which creates views. Like eh, star eh, fuck it, dude. Fuck it, dude. Yeah. Eh. yeah. And, then, yeah, and, then, and then, again, and then you know, again, what like ended up happening to him? This this happened, and now everybody is against him. They're bringing yeah, the problem the whenever you're such a huge percent of your toxic fan base or your fan base yeah. is toxic. Whenever they turn on you, it's 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 a <laughs> yeah. career ending move. Yeah. Whenever yeah. they're toxic toward other people, it's all fun and games. You can laugh with them, I guess. But you know, I mean, it's I only a matter of time before you fuck up or do something yeah. they don't like. Yeah. I feel like the uh, the second example you gave, Duncan, of where you choose to ignore it uh, kind of is what ends up happening with, again, the bigger stars, right? The uh, the entertainers, because uh, and it's interesting because creators, again, we have this more quote unquote personal relationship. There's yeah. definitely some type of thing going on. You know, if you come to my streams, obviously you hear me talking directly to you where we're talking, right? It might not be the most personal uh, relationship, but it's definitely again different. We've already established that, right? It's different than the stars on TV yeah. or the stars on, in movies. But then again, that second example really it feels like that's how they are, right? Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they absolutely. Might have and then that's why the mega huge people like Ninja, they're blurring the lines, right? They're not really creator celebrities anymore. They're more like actual celebrity, right? You can't you can't really have much of a personal interaction with uh, your community at a certain point whenever you, you know especially on ch like twitch you're such a big streamer that your chat's moving 100 miles an hour you yeah, can't really can't. like what that, that i mean that there's a reason why a lot of them only reply to donations because that's the only message they can physically see yeah. while actually going through besides through the memes and, and things like that uh but i i still do feel and i do think that uh if we're taking Ninja as an example, he does a better job at it because he will, if something happens, he will speak up about it. At least, at least a tweet. Uh, yeah, but that's, I, I think you're right. And I also think that Ninja is one of the people who got mega huge and still cares because yeah. he has the most extensive moderation team and they are very strict. So while yeah, he yeah. can't read the whole chat, he always has enough mods in there to read the whole chat and they are dealing with things. I yeah, definitely it, wouldn't be surprised to to hear that he uh he hired like a PR person to tell him the exact course of action he needs to take in any situation because yeah, he just I'm, he just plays it so perfectly. Yeah, no, I I agree and I think that's a, just that's a smart move as well. That's a smart business move, especially with all the influence he does have. Uh but yeah. Again, where it keeps that personal connection intact. It makes people yeah. think that he's more of a, a personal creator, which is, it's all very smart. Like, I think that it is the best thing to do to be mostly responsible for your community. I'm not going to take full responsibility. I've had some monsters in my community that have been discovered and expelled. Just and like you outed them. Exactly. You outed yeah. them. That was the right thing to do. That's just it. But it's, it's like just horrible people who I thought were close friends and just fucking found out just disgusting stuff um well and they I were mean, gone that, immediately that kind of goes into another thing i wanted to talk about and that's just uh you know the the value in in opening a, a dialogue you know and you found this out about the people in your community and then 
like you you came out with it like you know you took yeah, publicly that's I think I, sometimes I, there's a line of what you should take public like joe was saying earlier personal petty stuff that's just between two people right and is is very and you know especially if it's like not illegal and it's just like a personal beef yeah. between two people that should be dealt with privately yeah um anytime for example in my community it was a guy who literally broke the law, law. he harassed somebody for like right. eight months well and if there's somebody who's being a menace to to your community i think anyone can agree that it is your responsibility if you know about it to to take action against that person yep Yep. Yeah, bring it up to air, take it out, uh, especially if it's somebody that's actually threatening not just you, but right. your your viewers, which you do have this this care for. Especially if you are again the first creator who is uh, just wanting to to have a non toxic community or, or minimize the toxicity as much as possible, and actually have you know this this community, this this nice environment type of thing. Not even a nice environment, but a welcoming uh, type thing as well. Like you don't want that. Yeah. First off, you don't want that on your name. And secondly, ideally, you're probably thinking, wow, what this person did was disgusting. Or maybe not disgusting, depending on what they actually did. But yeah, uh, the right thing to do, yeah, I think the right thing to do is get them out. That's it. Even, yeah. even if it's hard, too. That's, that's the big thing, too. Uh, especially if it's somebody you thought you knew as a friend. Like you said, uh, you had a friend that you knew. Or, I mean, he, he traveled from the States, stayed at my house, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually became a friend. He was a community member, and then he joined Free For All. And then became a friend. And then he was traveling the UK. And I was like, hey, come stay at mine for a couple of days. And he did. Um, but you didn't let that past relationship dictate. No. Uh, when, when you found out, you put your foot down, which I think is the right thing to do. Uh, I definitely think, especially if evidence comes forward. And, and you know what they're doing is actually, like you said, targeting the community uh, versus a little petty thing. Like, you know, you shoved me across the room yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of does go into another thing though because you know i mean it's easy to talk about like coming forward with something you you know about somebody in your community yeah. but I, I think also unless you have like a personal experience with that person you can't fully like quote unquote know about it like you might know of something without really knowing what the situation is and like it's it's kind of hard to 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 even make a statement about that you know cuz like yeah you're putting yourself in the, the position of like you know what if i'm what if i'm wrong i don't actually know the facts about what's going on uh and you, you like that reflects on you uh it it might hurt your like your your community that, that well, are we are we talking about what's going on at the moment is that the well i mean i i it, it's very applicable i think to, to what's yeah. going on at the moment uh I mean, we haven't really outright mentioned it, so I guess for anyone listening that doesn't know, I don't, I don't know if someone else wants to explain it in a way that I don't uh, think I can. I, I mean, Duncan, I, you I, want to take so the liberty? I actually struggle of, with this one, so I'm gonna, I'm, I, can I, can I take the liberty here because I'm really struggling with this one because someone brought something up and it's been eating away at me. Um, the Dakota situation. So basically, what's happened is in the Pokemon community three different people or four different people actually one of them wise productions has managed to somehow skate under the radar have been accused of um either grooming uh or flat out pedophilia or threatening people into sexual relationships blackmail and all of that and using communities against people actually in that case uh and those three people are or those four people are wise productions and nintendo dakota who were accused of outright pedophilia 
And there was a lot of evidence there that that was sort of undeniable to the extent that Dakota was featured on Drama Alert and deleted his social media, his YouTube, everything. And he will be investigated by the police. I am sure of it. Um, I do want to put emphasis on accused of, though, but I don't because I don't yeah, know what we can legally say. It is alleged. Everything that is mentioned at the here. moment at the moment, it's all alleged because there has been no ruling in a court of law. Right. So it's it's alleged until there's a court ruling. That's it's alleged, just, but it it looks pretty convincing in at least some of the cases. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, then there was formerly Vegas Jamie, now Sobelmoma, who, again, a lot of screenshots has come out of her allegedly uh, cultivating online relationships with 15 and 16-year-olds when she was in her 20s and 30s, I believe. Um, yes. Yeah. And then the last one, and the biggest creator in this list, but actually the least severe behavior. It's still bad, but it is the least severe of the three, um, is the King Nappy. and his behavior of blackmailing Hoodlum Scrafty, Hoodlum Callum, into a relationship, online relationship, when Callum was 16 and Nappy was 21. Yeah. Um, right. And then later attempting to blackmail Game Boy Luke into a relationship in exactly the same fashion. Yeah. Um, and, so I, that and I, and oh, sorry, not, not to cut you off, but I do think that it's best we talk about it individually. Like as in we start here, here, yeah. there, if we're going to actually be talking about them, because I do have certain things to say about certain people uh yeah. yeah exactly also if you want uh if you want another really clear-cut uh summary then you can uh check out i think uh i think omni did a really good uh video that yeah. kind of sums up the situation and gives like a dialogue about it it's it's really quick and probably a link in the description yeah it's nine yeah. minutes long you guys can go ahead and check it out if you want the whole rundown so I struggle with this because you were saying about what you know is true and that you should come forward if there's this kind of monster in your community. Uh, and this is something I, I've struggled with for years and it makes me very happy that the stuff about Nappy did come out. So if you don't mind, Joey, could we start talking about the Nappy situation and move to the others? Okay, we can definitely talk about the Nappy one first. Key, you, okay. don't, you don't care with that? Right, no, go ahead. Okay. Okay, so I struggle with this because I've known... I, I don't think I've ever made a secret that I dislike King Nappy. But right. I've never said we, why. Yeah. And it's because I've known about the Callum situation because Callum told me in 2015, but he made me promise never to tell anybody before he told me what it was. And he wouldn't share any of the evidence with me other than showing it to me on his phone, which meant I couldn't, even if I'd wanted to betray his trust, coming forward wouldn't have done anything because Nappy would have just denied it and I had no evidence. There was no receipts. That's it. So the thing I've been struggling with for years is should I come forward anyway? And hope that because I came forward, Callum will. It's, it's cruel to Callum, though, at that point, right? It's such a hard, I feel like that's such a hard like, line because uh, on one hand, you're, you're, you're helping Callum in a sense. You are helping Callum. There, there's, yeah. I think you are definitely helping him, but you're also betraying trust and uh, you don't know how he'll react as well. But I feel like if I'm in a situation where someone I care about is hurting, over something, I, I, I don't know if I could keep it silent myself because I want to make a change. And I obviously want to, I don't even think it's a sort of avenge, but I want to make things right. Yeah. Right? So the way I justified it to myself, and I still don't know if I was right. And if I'm wrong, you know what? I'll, I'll take it. It was the wrong decision. It was a very difficult decision. But the way I justified it to myself is the situation was over with. And right. I was providing Callum with friendship, support. Uh, I introduced him to my whole friend group. You know, I helped him grow his social circle. He actually ended up moving to the same town I live in 
um, for a year and made more friends and all of that and became much more confident. So I was almost helping him. And I felt that if I betrayed his trust, I couldn't help him anymore because I think that he would have, uh, he'd have felt betrayed again. And he just lost his friend group and betraying right. him as a friend felt like yeah. the wrong thing to do. And again, I do not know if what I did was the right thing. Yeah, it's what like, I've what I've seen a lot of is, um, you know, people that that knew, quote unquote, knew. I'll say that. Uh, I mean, they're getting a lot of like criticism from from the community, I guess. But like, they're they're just kind of uh, you know taking the taking a moral high ground against the people that knew. But you, I mean, you can't say that you know what you would do in that situation until you're put in it. Yeah. No, and um, people, I and I think, and um, one second, right. uh, as like for you specifically, like you're a creator, and this is true in, in any industry, you know, like even if you like hear rumors, see hints, or uh, I mean, it came from a trusted source in your in your instance, but like anyone else around the community, they might have just heard something in passing. But I mean, you're in the same business as them, and you have your own things to deal with, and you know you you can't t really easily take it upon yourself to investigate something for somebody that uh you know someone whose value in the that that market might be just way higher than yours. You know, you take a stance against a creator that's five times the size of your channel. It could it could like backfire if it turned out it wasn't true. I I have to say it was a consideration that if I took that stance and I, I outed Nappy as having done this and Callum didn't back me up and Callum didn't go public with his proof and Callum right. didn't say anything, right? And Callum was like, nope, never happened. And Nappy said, nope, never happened. That goes your career. Right. Be done. Yeah. And, and obviously that's something you have to take into account because that is that at that, I think in 2015 or, or maybe it was 2016, that's when you officially made it what you were doing, right? Yeah. Uh, I started this full time mid 2016 so about a year later yeah yeah so and yeah way. if that backfires you screw yourself out because you're you're basically forcing the audience to choose between like a huge major uh, let's call them like a a major influence in the the scene that you're trying to penetrate and that the, they have to choose between him and you and like nine times out of ten they're going to go with the guy that already is made like a big scene but, and, as well as I've got to ask myself the question though, if I had come forward about Callum, would that right. have scared Nappy enough that he wouldn't have tried to do the same to Luke? Even if it had destroyed my career and all of that, you know, maybe I mean, he wouldn't have tried to do the same to Luke. That's I'm on the edge of that one. Cause I know, you know, people, people like that. And I'm going to say people like that. Uh, people like Nappy allegedly has been yeah. accused of being yeah. okay. Uh, there, I don't think they, I don't think they think that way. I don't think they apply logic and like they're like, oh, close call. It, it's like a, you know. It's like what it, happened with the coder. It's like a, a serial killer gets almost caught. He doesn't, he's not like, oh, I'm swearing off this for life. He's, he's going to get the itch to go do some more killing and then it's going to catch up with him eventually, but he's only worried about what's in that wow. moment. <laughs> That's a, it's a fair, it's a fair um, point. I just, I just don't know. I think I, I don't think I will ever know if I made the right decision. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's literally yeah. tough, and um, I I think uh, even live and learn. Does that even really work in this case? Because you still no, don't know. After confronted with the exact same decision, I don't know what I would do. I yeah. do not yeah. know if I would do. I so. do want to say 
about the nappy because obviously I'm I'm friends with nappy right and I I didn't know I didn't know any of this right no you didn't uh, know you're one of the few people I didn't tell yeah no and I'm glad you didn't tell I me think, no I I don't know I how I would have been able to do it. because I don't know how you'd have reacted I wouldn't I don't know how I would have dealt with it dude I I really yeah. don't and I and I'm a firm believer in I don't care I I'm a firm I feel like I'm a firm believer in it doesn't matter if my friend group doesn't like you if I see something cool in you or whatever, or I want to work yeah. with you, right? Like I definitely have people around the community that don't like each other, period, right? I definitely oh, yeah, have friends yeah, yeah. that don't like other friend groups, but I'm still friends with both you're sides. Definitely, you're definitely one of those people who's not in a clique. Yeah. Like, you're I mean, not like Shofu's clique or Nappy's clique or this clique or that clique in the Pokemon community. You are friends with basically everybody and the yeah. people that you want to be friends with. I mean, people might know me for the Hita Fita gang and I've definitely been in uh, you know, the group with Shofu and all my friends uh, for, for years, yeah. but I can definitely put myself everywhere. And when I heard this nappy stuff, I was, I was devastated. Um, mm. And it's also, and I think the big thing as well, um, and I do hope that uh, Callum does eventually come forward with, I, I want to say evidence because I, I'm not that I'm doubting him. And I, I actually, I did PM him and I said, dude, I'm so sorry what you went through. I didn't know. Yeah. I did the same thing for Luke or whatever. But I do believe that, uh, first off, evidence is uh, definitely, because it's alleged up until then, right? It's a, yeah, it's a he I said, mean, she said. And he, what, I, what I can say, and I know that my word doesn't mean that much, is in yeah. 2015, I saw the yeah. Skype DMs and I saw... That I, I I saw the evidence, right? So I yeah. saw it with my own eyes on Skype, like irrefutable. Yeah. The problem and is I have no idea if Callum had the foresight to save those. Yeah, exactly. And, and and that's right. a that's a huge thing as well because um another thing and and don't you know lash out on me for this. Yeah. And I've also been struggling like how would I say this? But uh it is not illegal to it's definitely pedophilic, right? Pedophilia, whatever. But it is not illegal to uh, to date someone who is younger than you. The only thing that is illegal is um, obviously having sex or sexting, child pornography, all that sort of things, right? So I definitely think while it is uh, creepy, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to break any lines with this because I, I do think it was creepy. It was malicious. Uh, there was all this, but um, what happened, what ended up happening, and, and, and again, uh, you could also argue he was older and, and, and Callum was younger and he's definitely manipulating him in this sort of way and blackmail is definitely a big thing. That's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, but um, the whole, the dating scenario is- So is, actually, is the part that would be illegal and it's all alleged is yeah. if Nappy ever asked Callum to travel to meet him. It yeah. doesn't matter if you're even asking for them to travel to meet for the purpose of sex, if you are in an online relationship with somebody who is underage in a different country and you ask them to come out and visit you, it is assumed that it's because yeah. you want to make the relationship yes. physical. Yes. And I, and I, and Nappy I know, did try and convince Callum to fly out several times. Yeah. And I just wanted to bring that up because I know that's something that I've also been seeing as well. Um, and then obviously the, and, and that's a big thing too, because the legal age in, in Callum's country is 16 versus ours is obviously 18 in Arizona in 2015, it was still 18 yeah. as well. And um, again, this in is our just something country, I just wanted to bring the up. Legal age of, uh, the legal age well. of consent in our country is a little bit more um, complex than just flat out being. Um, it's a little more complex than just flat out being 16 in this country. Yeah. Uh, right. Position of power is a really important thing in this country. So if somebody has right. a position of influence over you, then it's 18. Um, and then age differential, and he's in Scotland and all of yeah. that. It's, it's very common. Until you're 18 in this country, 16 is sort of a soft age of consent. And there's a lot of things that can sort of bump it to 18 if there are certain situations. Yeah. So 
You yeah. Know? Also, and, legal or not, it's it's completely just it's it's abhorrent. It's abhorrent behavior to yeah. to put them in that position and give them like an ultimatum of like I think it's know, it's basically holding holding their potential like career and and just their friends, all their personal relationships over their head and being like, I I'll take this all away from you if you don't like yeah. comply with yeah. what I want. That's, and I think that's I that's the very telling thing. And I, I yeah. do want to say this, Joey, because you did say about evidence. And I know a lot of people are hot. You know, there's no evidence in the Callum situation. Therefore, we're not going to believe it until it's proven. But the one thing I will ask people to consider, and this is circumstantial evidence, which it's not ever hard proof, but you can use your logic. What are the odds that Callum would make up a story in 2015 that would then come true in 2017 with Luke? The exact same situation. The exact same blackmail, which has been proven in screenshots and DMs. Um, right. The exact same, you know, are you sure you're not gay? You know, it's a spectrum. Give it a try. The exact same fly out. Come visit me as a friend. And then when they get there, oh, I thought we were trying out the relationship. You know, the exact same manipulations. And Nappy's live stream, he even said it. He said, oh, we'd get closer and closer and closer. And then I'd be like, oh, clearly because you're a close friend. It means you want a relationship with me. And this was the bit, it was logical dissonance. Like even people in the chat were like, what do, what do you mean? You can get really close with somebody just as a friend. I'm really close with Joey as a friend, but I don't want to date him, you know? Yeah. And they got close and then Nappy would say to Luke, I want to date. And Luke would pull back. And Nappy's like, and every time he'd pull back. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Let's just see what happens. You know, I, if you don't want to date, that's fine. And then we'd get closer again. And it's the logical dissonance there of not realizing that that is wrong. That if somebody says, no, I am not interested in dating you. I just want to be friends. And then you keep becoming close friends and then springing that on them and then becoming close friends and springing on them. That's wrong. That's a bad behavior. It's manipulative yeah. and it's yeah. not seeing that from his standpoint. It makes me question, and this is completely off script here. I'm just, it makes me question. Do you think that nappy might have some sociopathic tendencies, uh, other than Ooh, what well, you think has been demonstrated I in am, this. I am not a psychologist. I, I, I yeah, try well, let's preface it. And diagnosing sociop sociopathy is incredibly complex. So I think that we've got to leave that to a therapist who I hope Nappy will choose to see based on this whole situation. I don't think Nappy's going to see any legal ramifications. I think right. it's been so long and it's so hard to prove that Callum was in a position of being under power of nappy so in the uk it would be hard to prosecute and if callum wanted to prosecute in the states that's going to be a mess um so i don't think he's going to see any legal consequences what i really hope he does see is some moral consequences some people going hey that wasn't right and he goes and gets help and sees right. somebody and deals with his clearly unhealthy way of yeah. viewing relationship yeah. yeah for sure for sure uh, so, uh there's one thing uh, is, uh, you know, trying to do damage control and saying you you have regrets about it and whatever, which he definitely should do. And I don't think he has actually admitted any no, fault. Oh, he outright he denied he, it. He in denied the, the whole. Yeah. Uh, that's completely despicable. But it would be one thing if he he tried to do damage control, and another thing completely if he actually takes anything from this situation. Like, yeah, you have to try to be a better person. If that, like, that's what you really want to take from this. Not, it's not. Don't get caught. It's not. Like, like, come on, man. Don't try to save your ass. Just yeah, actually I, strive to be not a piece of shit. Even, even though, knowing what I've known, knowing it from 15, I think if it had just been Callum's accusation and didn't have the exact same accusation from Luke with evidence, right? I think that people would be right to go, I'm not sure I believe Callum. Because right. you can't just online take someone's word as fact and do guilty until proven innocent. 
right? Yeah. Like I do, I do think that that's an unhealthy mindset. But I, I think the fact that Luke posted evidence of the exact same situation, even to somebody who hasn't seen what I've seen and hasn't known for as long as I've known, I think that's got to give you pause in saying, no, we outright need evidence from Callum, otherwise Callum's a liar. Yeah, I think- and uh, sorry, but just before, because Luke posted it before Callum, and I was talking with a friend of mine uh, who will remain anonymous for now. And mm. uh, what, when Luke posted those screenshots, and obviously, again, I felt for Luke, and I don't want anybody listening to this to think that I'm a monster or anything. No, I care about my friends. Uh, and I DM'd him as well, and I said, I'm sorry for what you go through. Because that's like, what else can I do at that point, right? Besides saying, yeah. I'm sorry for what you went through. But before uh, Callum posted what he said, when I was reading the Luke logs, uh, I was thinking to myself, and I'm just, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate, but this is just the truth. I was like, okay, um, there's nothing wrong with being, you know, coming on to somebody. That's that's one thing. Uh, at least, as long as it's not like yeah. harassment in a way or anything like that. But when Callum ended up coming out with this and it all started lining up, it's like, okay, yeah, there's there's something up. Yeah, this it seems yeah, too it's, formulaic. Like he has like yeah. he has it down to too much of a, a a routine that it feels like he there might be others that this has happened to that just haven't said anything yet. I mean, he he admitted in the screenshots to. Luke, I believe, or no, he said to Callum, and it's in Callum's thing, that he had to do it with people that he worked with before, like he had to cut them off and quit his job. And I genuinely don't think he thinks that there's anything wrong with aggressively coming on to somebody over and over and over again, because the way he was talking about it, and he said, oh, you know, Luke and I would get close and then I'd come on to him and then he'd say no, and then we'd get close again and I'd come on to him. And I genuinely don't think that he thinks that that is wrong. And that's why I don't think Nappy thinks he's in the wrong. I don't believe he actually thinks he's done anything wrong because I don't think him saying, oh, if we can't date, you're out of my friend group is wrong. I think he thinks that's okay. Yeah, that's a... Uh, he thinks that's normal behavior. And that's just that, that's so foreign, the idea of not being able to see the, the issue in that. It's, it's so foreign to me that I just... I can't wrap my mind around that being the thought of someone of regular... Like, that's not someone in their right mind. That's that that, that the screams to me sociopath. But I, yeah, I, I of course can't, can't say that. I it, can't. It doesn't just scream sociopath though, because there are lots of other things it could be. It could just be uh, a logical dissonance. It could be something that he's a learned behavior. Like he could still have empathy for people. That sure. he could think he could just be selfish. It could just be that he really can't be around people. And instead of him removing himself from the situation and saying, I'm going to remove myself when you're around. So if you're in cool, I'm not going to be. That would have been fine. If he'd said, if you join cool, I'm going to leave the cool because even though we have the same friends, I can't be around you because I'm attracted to you and I can't deal with that. That would be his weakness and him admitting his weakness and him taking steps to deal with that. Right. But to say you are expelled from this, that is taking control. And, of and yeah. And no one else can talk to you. That is definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely you know, like even the whole uh, going up and saying when I know when Mo was uh, trying to make amends with certain groups, Snappy would PM him. Oh my and, God. With, yeah. and, Do you know how long it took at PAX? Mo and Shelby had been friends for years. And at that PAX, it took me several hours to convince them just to go to the Elgato party and let's all just go to the Elgato party and have fun. Look, guys, I've got VIP wristbands for everybody. Elgato partners. Yeah, let's do this. I got like 15 wristbands. I pushed my sponsorship to its absolute limit. I mean, K-Cray came on one of my wristbands. I mean, just everybody, right? Just so I want everybody to have a great time and I'll, you know, I'll schmooze and make up for it later. 
And they posted one picture together and Nappy was DMing him, threatening him with physical violence. Yeah, there is a, uh, it's definitely, uh, it, it just came as such a shock though, too, because again, like for everybody listening as well, uh, Nappy, and that's why I really, that's all, that's why all I tweet is like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't, I can't even process all this right now because this is my friend that this, none of this has ever happened to me. I'm just going to preface it with that. Like, obviously Nappy's never come on to me or whatever. Um, and I, I believe, uh, I can't speak for Shady Penguin, but I'm assuming it was similar as well. Like, I don't think Nappy no, ever came Shady on. Shady had me. no idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. as far as I'm aware, Shady had no idea. Yeah. So, um, uh, it, it just came as such a shock. And I know people listening to this too are going to be like, what? You hate Nappy type of thing. I'm going to unsub. Uh, and it's just, it's really just, we're, we're really just discussing this. And I, I, again, as we're talking, I'm still in just such shock like over it, but I do feel like Shady made the right approach. Um, and I want to quote something from his uh, tweet longer. Uh, and it says, however, I've always tried to protect my channel and my community from situations that I feel do not line up with the vision I have for that part of my life. With that, I've decided that the soul link is going to be canceled. Um, and much like Shady, I also feel like uh, if I have, uh, this is what's going on right now is definitely not where I see you know, my channel going, where I see myself, what I want to be aligned with. So even if it's only alleged right now, and obviously uh, there's you know evidence that is out there, uh, even if it's only alleged right now, um, I also too will be distancing, uh, distancing myself at least, you know, until something comes up that makes me change my mind. I think that's just the fair and smart thing to do uh, in that sort of case. And I just want to mention that uh, while it was going on. Uh, yeah, I think the other thing to mention is that while it was despicable and it was manipulative of a friend group, the difference, a lot of people are equating it, right? And I think a lot of people thought I was guilty of this and I have tried to make it clear. A lot of people are equating it to the same thing as Dakota. It's not at all. And it's even not. Jamie. And it's it's not. not on the same level. No, it's not. As That's far it. as I'm aware, there was no sexual abuse of any kind. There was no, I, I don't know with Callum because he's a very reserved person, but I would assume that Nappy was smart enough not to send sexual images to a 16 year old. Yeah. Um, even if he was this manipulative and trying to have a relationship, I don't think that he would be that um, stupid. I think yeah. stupid is the word to discuss there. So even if he wanted to, I don't think he would have because I don't think he's that stupid. Um, I know with Luke, even though he was very pressured and there were some words like Luke's tweeted out and he's explained this story in the car when Nappy turned to him and goes, you know, this is going to happen anyway, which is unbelievably creepy. Jesus. But it never happened. Nappy, yeah. he stayed in Nappy's house for two more days after that and Nappy never did anything to him. So yeah. There was no so it's sexual not, it's, contact. Yeah. There was no actual sexual harm to anybody. Emotionally, very distressing to be exiled from your friend group and all of that but not illegal. Yeah. And that, and again, I just wanted that. To, that's why I talked about that in the beginning. Cause I wanted that to be said. Um, it's I'm not a, the same level. Anybody yeah. saying it's the same level as Dakota is crazy because yeah. Dakota sent naked images to 13 year olds. Like that is just, yeah. Yeah. That's a whole, like that made me physically want to throw up like type of thing. Like right now that's disgusting. It's not even, and again, and that's why I'm actually glad you talked about Nappy first that we got uh, Nappy said because um, I, I agree completely. Not now, the same uh, level at all. 
And yeah, go ahead. Key. The difference here, I think, between uh, the nappy situation and that also in, a, uh, you know, the the nappy thing, it's hard to come out with, like as as evidence because, like as I said, you don't really know all the facts and everything, right? Like you can't come out against them, and like for for various reasons. But uh, in regards to decoder, uh, you know, I mean. To quote a Duncan tweet here I have pulled up yesterday, he says, uh, of course they knew, everyone knew, people in that group even had evidence. Uh, he goes on to say, uh, they didn't just know they protected him. See, that's that's uh, the big problem here. That's where it really starts to reflect on yeah. the community as a whole. Uh and actually, that might be the worst thing Nappy did, because I know Nappy had evidence, but I know that they all did. Um you know, Jay YouTube Gamer, they quickly shut him up when he started admitting that they all had evidence and they were all known and they dragged Dakota into schools. I heard the rumors about Dakota from Kabana Mani years ago, right? That's why I've never associated with him. And every time he's shown up on a period, um, all of that. But I've been trying to get that evidence because I knew it existed. And I've got oodles of DMs that I could leak of me asking people, hey, do you have this evidence of Dakota? Do you have this? Do you have that? Can I get that evidence? I'll go to the police. You don't have to because it, it, it's criminal. What he was doing was, was criminal. Right. But nobody, nobody wanted to share the evidence. And that's, that's why I'm upset that people were protecting him. That's protecting somebody. And that's yeah, not right. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's very, uh, very parallel to the, you know, like uh, Harvey Weinstein situation in, mm -hmm. in Hollywood, you know. Yeah. It's, it's an industry that just covers up sexual predators. We don't want to be that. That's very yeah. harmful, I think, to yeah. the community as a whole. Agreed, agreed. And it actually goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning uh, when Duncan had the choice, does he out his friend or does he do that? And Duncan you know, makes the right choice, right? For the sake of the community, he uh, disassociated himself with his friend uh, type right. of thing and brought it out. And again, uh, in Dakota's case, evidence does need to be brought forward, and it was, it was, um, and uh, yeah, I think that I, I'm, I'm really glad that that's out there, and you know, we're not going to see him in the Pokemon community yeah. because this is definitely something we do not want in our community. A lot of people were saying uh, the Pokemon community is in shambles, and I'm just, and, and other people are just saying, and I agree with them. You know, this is actually a new light for the Pokemon community where we can step forward. Um, and yeah. I, 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 yeah. I think it united a lot more than it divided because no yeah. one's really out outwardly trying to support the the other side. There's no there's no opposition here. I think besides the individuals themselves. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed completely. Uh, it definitely put a lot of people together that you don't typically see, um, and it also started bringing forth um, you know the, the Me Too movement where people started yeah other instances yeah. So there was the instance with. Um... I can't remember his Twitter name now. I've just been reading about it today, but he's a data miner. He's known for data mining and I'm trying to find it. He was, he got nudes off of somebody when they were 15. Um, oh provably there was full proof of the whole thing. And yeah, so that, that came out today and it's, it's very, I think it started with attack on Sylveon. And I think it's really important to say how brave it is that she came out after years, after so many people had defended uh, Nathan, Nintendo Dakota, and she came out and she made her video, and she basically inspired everybody to feel comfortable because her she was so overwhelmingly supported 
that that yeah. support from the community and everybody having her back and going, yeah, this is disgusting. Yeah, you know, good on you. You're so brave. And she sort of started our little Pokemon Me Too movement. And I think that it's actually brought a lot of it out the woodwork. And what shocks me is just how how much we didn't know how much we did not know behind our community and dude it's insane what ended up happening and i'm not trying to plug our podcast but uh the thing about this podcast that i i really like is that you get to see um like how did we how do we describe it key uh where it's the creator that you see but right. the person behind the creator you don't you don't like, see their online persona that they're trying to portray in like an entertaining way it's it you get to see the person behind the the mask of 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 you know just the real person behind it yeah um, uh, so i'd only watched like the first episode when it came out because i was like oh what's this that joey's done and then i haven't had time because they're quite long and then you invited me on so i said oh rest you know i'll just watch bits and pieces just to see how it goes i have to say i've sat through every single episode now like i just couldn't every time i start it's like oh this is really interesting i didn't know this about this person <laughs> i've been friends with um radadactyl uh alex for years and she, i was hey, she, she rebranded too by the way she's rad puppy oh, now. yes rad puppy now yes yes, yes. <laughs> yeah she had to that wasn't even a choice her rebrand it's because radadactyl was a trademark from a actually game yeah. yeah yeah uh the the person you were talking about by the way was mizumi their twitter's gone now though uh that's the one and that's probably why i couldn't find it because it's yeah, gone now. His, his name is billy uh but yeah like just going back like um it's just insane the stuff we did not know and i'm, I'm happy that these things are are finally starting to to come forward um yeah <laughs> it's obviously a, a terrible situation but yeah. if there's anything yeah. good to come from it it's the fact that you know we kind of we're are able to come together as a community and you know we set a precedent where no one in the community should like be able be afraid to to come out with mm. like anything they have to say about you know any allegations or any problematic behavior with a a community leader yeah. shouldn't yeah. be shouldn't I be people, met with silence yeah, yeah. Uh, i think we may see false allegations going forwards that might happen but I think it's better to take the couple of false allegations and believe people when they come forward than it is to just instantly discount it because, because it's your favorite creator or he makes your favorite series. You know, I like, I like free-for-alls. So this person who came forward and said that Duncan, you know, shot his cat shouldn't be listened to. I, I don't know. It was a bad yeah, example. No, it's just, I mean? like, yeah, no, we get exactly what you mean. Um, and I also think I just, there was stuff that came forward too that didn't necessarily have to do with anything that was going on. But I do think that at least the confidence that people got out of it is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and it definitely helps see people in, in a new light. Uh, again, like there was like some stuff that I saw and I'm not going to bring anything by name, but that was like, that has nothing to do with the situation at hand, but I'm glad that you felt uh, at least safe to come forward with something. Um, and just outing predators in our community again, and I'm not, I'm not lining up nappy with the decoder or the Vegas Jamie thing, uh, monkey mama thing, because there's definitely a, a huge difference with what ended up happening, uh, as far right. as we know. Um, but I'm glad that you know, as far as a predator goes, decoder is is out there and he's 
you know, out of the community. He's, he's not going to have a second chance. And I think it's interesting too because he ended up leaving the friend group that kind of uh, that kind of like initially pushed him out and found another friend group that didn't know anything, but they immediately dumped him once they found out. And I think that's the right thing to do. And that that still goes yeah. back to responsibility as a creator and responsibility to your community and responsibility uh, like for your to, community. Yeah, yeah for that's your community. Three different things. That's three different exactly. things. And sometimes people ignore one and then they're like, oh, because I do these. Like it's it's not it's not how it works. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. no. I'm 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 overall glad it uh it ended up coming forward. It was just it was a crazy weekend for uh... yeah. It's a real wild ride, uh, to say the least. I I I logged off Twitter for about an hour. I came back to absolute chaos. Yeah, dude. I uh I was you know, I was at my mother in law's house and I saw some tweets. I said, "What the hell is going on?" And four hours later, like ten million different stories coming out. But and and I heard that Nappy was streaming about something too. And all I saw was, uh, I did see a lot of the community coming together. And I do think it's, I do think it's sad. Uh, and I do think that uh, viewers should also uh, have their own opinion versus obviously bandwagoning a backwa- bandwagoning on something or like being sheep towards something. Right? Like for example, the whole decoder thing. If he had any viewers that or subscribers that came forward and said, hey, uh, no, I like his LP. Like you were saying, uh, he couldn't have possibly done this. I think that's that's wrong, right? Look at the yeah. evidence, make uh, an assumption for yourself, um, have an educated opinion, and, and, and go forward with that too. And I, I mean, during this podcast, someone has tweeted at me. Um, in one of the lines in their tweet, it's very long, but they said, uh, there's no reason such a great series like The Soul Link with the King Nappy and Shady Penguin needs to come to an end. If Nappy did it, so what? He should apologize and move on, but why are we losing this content? Uh, Yikes. That's a hot take. It's just, I don't understand that mindset. That's such a, that's such a, that's such a bad mindset from both my, from both sides as well. From one, uh, first off, again, this is Shady's livelihood, right? This is Shady's livelihood. He has a wife, he has a kid, he has a dog, he has a house. Right, yeah, like a mortgage to pay. Yes, yes, he's going to. Yeah, and and uh, from a business standpoint, you're not going to do something, and that's why I read that quote. He's not going to do something that doesn't align with his vision. And obviously, even if it's just allegations, until allegations are proven either false or true, you're not going to. I'm not going to do something stupid, right? We'll put something on hold. We'll do this. We'll back away from that because it's the. I think that's the correct thing to do. I honestly think that's the correct thing to do. Uh, Yeah. It's be- like I think Shady was waiting to see how Nappy addressed it. Yes, and I think that stream was such a weak defense, and actually made him look worse. That Shady then had no choice. Like if somebody's if somebody's defense that they come forward with is a stream where they avoid the subject for the entire time, and I think Shofu said it best as well, which is if you are in this situation and someone's coming at you and the allegations are false, and none of your friends stand up and say it's not true, but all of them turn and say, actually, no, this is true. Then you've got to think about it like that. Like that's not, it's not a good look if somebody like Shady then continued to work with him yeah. because, the, the, because of the views. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to do what's best for his family, for himself, for his life uh, type of thing. And so I do think he made the uh, correct you know, idea. And like even me, like I said, Nappy is, or, or is a good friend of mine, right? And we had a plan to collab October 3rd, 2019 from like, two or three years ago it was literally planned and now I'm, I'm i'm not unless something ends up coming forward that completely and again i'm not 
downplaying what happened to Callum, what happened to Luke, right? But it's still allegations until you're saying theoretically in a situation yes. like this yes if nappy was completely exonerated yes. then of course you could start working with him again exactly because it's it like doesn't a, look it, like that's likely yes if yeah. it happened exactly and i'm not i'm not trying to attack his fan base i'm not trying to attack any fan base at all with this this is just the reality of the situation at the end of the day we are business people right and we're going to do what is right for our business what is the smarter move and what is right might necessarily equate to what gives us the most uh, views and also uh, might also end up matching up with what is morally right versus what is, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I forgot I'll, the word. If we, if we wanted to be immoral, we'd be stockbrokers, you know, like, you know, or lawyers. <laughs> I also, uh, okay. I want to interject for a second, just so it's not uh, taken, taken out of context here. Uh, this episode uh, definitely was not planned to be uh, this, that we weren't trying to profit off this. The situation no. of there's it, there's no we, had, being we already right had uh duncan uh at planned for a guest and just the topics that we were going and, to talk about yeah, kind of lined topic, up with I'm, already yeah i've got we, messages we, from I you discussed, from like six days we should probably pop them up on screen like the messages where we discussed them. we're going to talk about twitter banter right and opinionated and the creative response we have all of that and we discussed that well before any of it came out yes like yeah, well it, just, it just happened to be I don't know what happens at PAX, man, but it just happened to be uh, just lined up with what ended up happening. Um, and it's just, it's crazy. And, and obviously, like, again, we're not, <laughs> I'm not going to profit off this anyway, because I'm not putting any monetization because we're talking, we right, mentioned But even, even profiting in terms yeah. of just exposure, yeah, whatever. Yeah, exposure yeah. views. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that is, uh, thank you, Key, for saying that. I think that's actually, uh, that's actually no, it, is, it is important that we weren't just like, oh, this happened and let's do a podcast because the main topic was already about toxicity yes. opinionated responsibility as a creator it just happened that this is actually something that's very much a responsibility as a creator to not abuse your audience is, a, is another responsibility as a creator yep yep and there, are, there are other ways this is the worst way to abuse your audience like the dakota stuff but there are other ways that people abuse their audience you know really pushing people to donate those people who are really really pushy you have to donate if you want to be like aggressive um saying donate cheer if you're a real fan you'll do this and that can put people in financial trouble and all of that so there's a lot of other responsibilities as a creator to your audience that you you have to keep in mind oh god you're just reminding me of that clip that was posted of that person that said oh, you're god. you're a bad person if you don't donate or subscribe or do this you're you're actually a failure as a you're a leech as a, as a viewer yeah you're a leech you're because a leech. oh yeah. lord yeah, that was that was so disgusting. If you don't, if you if you watch my stream for more than an hour and you don't donate, because you're getting free entertainment. Yeah. Never so, yes. never donate. Oh, ad block always <laughs> on. Ad block Stole on. a laptop, McDonald's Wi Fi. <laughs> 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 always on. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but I'm I, I am glad we got to talk about it, and even though we mainly talked about. Uh, Obviously, toxicity, and then what branched out of it? Nappy decoder. Yeah. Uh, do you think we should also talk about uh, Jamie or? Ah, oh, Jamie. I think the screenshots speak for themselves. People can go and find them. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's exactly just... the same. It's exactly the same as Dakota. That's on the same level as Dakota, and I believe she's deleted her Twitter now as yes, well. She's done gone. the same thing. She's gone. Like the people who had the undeniable actual pedophilia come out about them, they're all gone. They're all gone. They've just left. 
because they're hoping to avoid legal consequence, right? They're thinking, if I leave Twitter, people will forget about me and they won't go to the police. And I really, really hope that people will go to the police. Yeah, do the right thing. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's honestly it. I, I agree completely with that. Wow, it was, again, it was just such a crazy, crazy weekend. Crazy weekend, yeah. 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 It feels like the the fall of a a, a kingdom, a, bro. A dynasty. I was thinking the like same thing. Kingdom. End of an Kingdom's era, It is King really Yeah, yeah. Based on based on the stories, and this is just me guessing because honestly, this I can't know. Uh, but the last sort of sort of since twenty fifteen, Pokemon's become cliquier, and our community in particular has become cliquier and cliquier and cliquier. Like the cliques of getting smaller. Everybody just works within their group all of that and based on the stories about how controlling nappy was of his group of who they could be friends with and stuff i'm hoping that that was the reason for it and that things will go back to more like they were when when you guys first pulled me into a skype call and everyone was friends yeah no, i'm I, really I, hoping that that's where things end up i definitely think there is some the, like with all this coming out there's definitely some insane room for everybody to grow at least like friendship wise and you know, as people, yeah, exactly. Not exactly. to plug our own podcast again, uh, but that's definitely something I want out of. I wanted whenever I had the idea of of pitching this podcast to Joey was yeah. something I wanted to really do was like to reach out to all those uh, you know adjacent communities, all the little cliques as you would call them, uh, you know, and and just get perspectives from people that they don't usually see on uh, our channel. Yeah. No, I, I agree. That's like the whole thing. That's that's literally what we want. Like pull people in and, and just get you to see this other side of them and ideally just form new friendships, new bonds and, and, and make communities come together because there's definitely uh I, there's, I, a, I think, there's a big split in the Pokemon community in bro, general. Like I'm dude if you I, look at yeah. other other competitive scenes or I mean not even just competitive, just anything with a big fandom. Like Pokemon YouTubers, and I was talking about this yesterday on stream. Uh, Pokemon YouTubers don't really have like a, a sub forum or like a subreddit on or anything where everyone posts all the content from everybody. There's no real, yeah, like overarching community that, that there's no repository. There's no, yeah, there's no r slash Poketubers. I've there is, it is really dead, but uh, I, I that's something I think that needs to be changed i think not needs to be but i feel like the community would benefit from somewhere yeah, uh, yeah. no i i agree as well because i <laughs> it, it's a joke in a sense that i'm about to say but i also feel about it. like i'm obviously a poketuber right uploaded pokemon yeah. for nine plus years but whenever i see these lists from people that have to do with poketubers and i consider myself uh you know a generally a pretty big competitive PokeTuber. Okay. yeah i mean i'm a pretty yeah. big deal on poketube <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say it like that. No, no, but like when I see I, these lists that talks about Poketubers and stuff, like for example, this this one thing that went up, and I don't see myself on a list. Like I'm not I'm not looking for recognition at all. But I try to think what when when am I considered to these people? And I just think there's such a, such a split in the community between uh, competitive, uh, oh, casual, yeah. shiny hunting, all this stuff, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the good thing that I think will come out of this and has started coming out of this is all the drama that happened is that this community is willing to come together to to out someone who is uh who deserves to be outed mm. and 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 hopefully you know form uh a better community out of it right 
That's just it. A healthier, a healthier community. Exactly. There's a lot. There's a lot about it, and that's why that, that's the ongoing joke for me when people are like, I'd get in right. People would yeah. post me in one of the "You're my favorite PokerTuber" lists, and my response would be like, "How dare you? <laughs> I'm not a PokerTuber. Like, never forget I mean, where I'm you came from, bro. <laughs> I'm trying not to be now. I am trying to diversify a lot more and put up a lot more different games and stuff, and it's not it's not particularly successful. You uh, want to plug? You want to plug? Yes, I'm the. I I haven't streamed Pokemon on Twitch in three months. Like my Twitch is doing great, better than it's ever done. Like, Shout I'm it out. really What's happy. Uh, Twitch TV, uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Duncan can't die. Duncan can't die everywhere. But YouTube is a very different beast and trying to diversify there hasn't worked, right? So yeah. I know that I'm a poker tuber. On you, like on Twitch, if someone said, What are you on Twitch? I could very confidently say I'm a variety streamer, right? My most popular streams yes. were Majora's Mask randomizers, where I, I randomized Zelda games. Yeah. Um, but. With YouTube, I'm definitely a poker tuber. And the joke of saying, how dare you call me a poker tuber, isn't me trying to deny that I make Pokemon content. It's almost me saying, I don't want to be part of that label because the label has become so toxic, actually toxic. And for a long time, everybody blamed just Felicify. But with all of this coming out, you can't really say it's just Felicify anymore. You can't say, no, oh yeah, Felicify yeah. is the reason. What came out was, I, I think it's, it's 100% worse than- Yeah, oh, way worse. Yeah, because what, what... I, I said it in my stream. I said yeah. it in my stream. I never thought I'd see the day where I sat down, looked at Twitter, and missed Verlis. Verlisify definitely. Uh, he was he he served a good purpose as being a distraction from from all the you oh, know it's crazy. It's crazy. Stuff, yeah. He got he got he got removed from Twitter, and then all of a sudden it, it, it the bottom falls out. No one has the punching bag that that they used to have, and uh, you know the drama's got to keep flowing. Yeah, and then this ends up coming out. It's 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 insane. It's but again, ideally, it's it's just healthy for the Pokemon community going forward. Yeah. And, Free Velocify, by the way. <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah, it, it just helps us grow. Because um, again, responsibility to your community for your community and all that stuff. It's just it's just so important. Um, so like I am. Well, I'm sad what ends up happening, and I'm sure tons of people don't know how to feel as well because their favorite content creators are shown as potential beasts or monsters or whatever, right? And you get to see the side where they're a lot more vulnerable and whatnot. I do look forward to how we move forward and, again, what what ends up coming out of this. Cause I, yeah, I'm pretty optimistic about the future, honestly. Uh yeah, I think um, it's bright. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think. On. I don't think people are going to let people get away with stuff. That's it. Period. When yeah. Ends up I think in our community, like the Me Too has reached our community now, and I think that that is now. Any of this happens, people are going to instantly bam. You know, someone goes, "Hey, send me a nude," and people are on Twitter, bam, you're done. Screenshot. You yeah. better be clean. You better be, dude. Speaking of, you better be clean. I had someone come to my stream last night and say, "Where were you during the Vegas event?" And I was like, "Oh god." Oh. I was at I was at my home in the Bronx playing video games. He's like, well, "How do you have proof?" Because I was Vegas like, I event. Yeah, during during PAX 2014, whatever. I was like, "Oh, never, passes." Yeah, I've never been to a PAX event in my life. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, you live you live right next to PAX East, and you still don't go. <laughs> like, uh, it's always during my mother's and my wife's birthday, so uh, I I can't do that stuff. 
yeah. but so there's some there's some connotations to go into packs these days, bro. Yeah, there are. <laughs> there are definitely there's there's a lot that people say about packs itself. I uh, skipped it this year. I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Like out of uh personal reasons or what's the um I could have gone. Uh I actually had an offer for a company to fly me out there, pay me to be there. Um well, two things. One, they wouldn't fly Beryl out, and so the pay would have barely even reached her flight. Yeah. Right. And two was that, like, to me, it's just every time I've gone to PAX, other than one time, there's been some kind of drama. I didn't expect drama. it to be this. Yeah. But, like, some kind of drama, like, people falling out, all of that. And I'm just like, I just don't want, I just want to sit at home and work. I just wanted to get to work and sit at home and, you know, get pre-recorded, launch new channels, you know, try and diversify all kinds of stuff like i just want to get stuff done. Yeah. right no i agree and there's definitely uh, there's definitely something that always comes out of packs i agree with that as well uh though this time in this case it actually ended up being a good thing drama uh, should yeah, not be content <laughs> <laughs> drama doesn't need to be your content yeah yeah I, I think so i think small drama as content is a really bad thing i mean making content about this drama that's going on now i think is actually important because it needs to get out there there are people who might see Dakota in the future and not know because they don't, they're not on Twitter. Right. Yeah. And that's why I think Omni's video was so good because yeah. it literally just summed up what was 100% known. Yeah. So uh, again, guys, we will, be, uh, we will be linking that down below. Uh, Duncan, we definitely want to thank you for uh, coming out on The Lock. Uh, if you have anything that you want to plug going forward, now is the time. Now is the time to do anything. Your channel, your Twitter, uh, any projects you have. My brave link will be in the description. Yeah. <laughs> Joey's brave link will be in the description. I, I, have, I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm over on YouTube at youtube.com uh, forward slash Duncan Can't Die. Twitch is the same, Duncan Can't Die. And then Twitter, the same as that, Duncan Can't Die. If you want to see my terrible, terrible Instagram where all I do is post workout videos, then uh, that's the same thing too. I'm just Duncan Can't Die everywhere. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Well, uh, again, thank you so much for joining myself and Keon a lot. Uh, a pleasure. I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, guys, again, hope you were watching it on Anchor because it comes out a lot earlier than it does on, uh, on YouTube. But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Check them out. Goodbye, everybody.